Hey guys. Hey, welcome to another episode of Pretty Social Podcast. We're so happy to be back here with you all once again. And today we're talking about, we're actually channeling like our inner Beyonce. We are. And all. It's music. <laughs> I was going to sing. I was really thinking about singing, but I'm like, I don't want you guys to turn off the episode immediately yeah, when you hear me sing. Yeah, we don't want to do that. So, so we'll just, yeah, go listen just to imagine, and all. Yeah, just imagine the song. <laughs> Let Beyonce do it. Um, <laughs> but, so that's one of our flaws right there. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Definitely cannot sing. <laughs> but I guess so, when it comes to flaws, I feel like flaws are so subjective. That's true. Because not everyone looks at each thing similarly as a flaw. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily think, me personally, I don't think, like, if someone's telling me, like, they can't dance or they can't sing, in my mind, I'm not like, oh, that's a flaw. I'm just right. like, you just can't do that. Yeah. There's a lot of things I can't do, which is those two things. <laughs> yeah. And what you, what may be a flaw to you may be something amazing to yeah. somebody else. Like, for instance, I have naturally curly hair. You yeah. have naturally straight mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. Literally, we can both find all the reasons why we would want to trade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. somebody like, what are you talking about? I love curly hair. Like, it could literally go. Sure. It just depends on who you are. It is. I think, too, like... I think sometimes when you are dealing with it personally, yeah, like we, we I know we've said before in other episodes, we can be our like worst critic and we can be like hardest on ourselves. So I think we can pick apart those things. So I, I know like people who have like the hair thing, um, there have been people on both sides, hair, yeah. uh, curly and straight, who have went years upon years hating their natural hair texture to where they finally realized, like, and maybe it was they just didn't know how to manage it and they yeah. learned how to manage it or they didn't know the right products and just didn't work well and they learned how to get the right products and things like that and they ended up falling in love with it and really embracing it. Yeah. Um, but I think sometimes you can just look at yourself and, and, like, overly critique things that other people would not even think twice about. Yeah, Like, I, I don't... I personally don't look at... Um, people's hair unless I'm like in awe and critique it like you should do this with yourself like I'm not I'm not you I who am I to tell you what you should do with your hair or your body or anything like that so unless I'm like in awe of what you have I'm not going to bring up to you what like could potentially be wrong. Yeah, what could be? Yeah, because that's just kind of mean. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's like one of those things where just the grass is always greener. You know, mm-hmm. if you hate your curly hair, you probably would hate your straight hair because mm-hmm. you just look at what you can't have. We yep. always just want what we can't have. All the time. Um, and, and I guess we can talk about that being a flaw because I never really disliked my hair, mm-hmm. you know, but there was a natural phenomenon that took place probably 2012-ish, 2013, okay. where all the girls wanted to go natural. Mm-hmm. We was getting rid of the creamy crack, a.k.a. the perms, mm-hmm. and we was chopping all our hair off. Everybody was doing the big chop, yeah. and I watched so many women do it, <laughs> and like, they chopped up all their perms, and their hair was tiny. They had TWAs. The natural hair community knows that's a teeny weeny afro. Okay. And um, they had these beautiful curls. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to do it. I want to see yeah. what my hair looks like without a perm. And, okay. and I did it, and I was not. I did not like it. I didn't feel yeah. like I got what they got. Mm, um, and I was okay. like, dang it. We started learning about all the different hair types, 4A, yeah. 4B, 3B. And I was like, I have, like, 
the Z100 because my hair just fell. Oh, so. Is that actually a real thing? Oh, I was like, I've never heard of that one. No, it literally <laughs> starts from 1A to like 4C. That's like the curliest. Okay. okay. And 1A is like straight hair, you know? Oh, me. <laughs> I knew you was going to sure. say that. 1A, 1A is like straight sure. hair. <laughs> and then as you go on 1B, 1C, okay. and then it's like 4C is like the tightest, kinkiest, curliest okay. hair. And I have like a 4B, 4C hair. Okay. And I just was so disappointed. I was like, I wasn't expecting this. Um, but if you can call that a flaw, which again, we know they're subjective. I had to learn that like, it was in how I take care of my hair. It was mm. in the product. And yeah. so once I learned how to take care of my hair, I actually started to fall in love with it. Yeah. I was like, I love my curls. Like they're so pretty, you know, it's just about like I said, the grass being greener and you have to water the grass. If yes. you have straight hair and you don't like it and you think it's flat or stringy mm-hmm. or whatever the case is, it's about figuring out what How you need to, to take, do yeah. to take care For of it sure. and not just constantly looking at everybody else. Because if God put you in that other person's shoes that you asked that you wanted so bad, mm-hmm. you're not going to know how to maintain what they have. You and have then you're going to be complaining. Right. And if you gave them what you have and they put the same effort into it, it's going to be beautiful on yeah. that end. So it's like you aren't going to be happy until you learn to embrace those flaws. Yeah, that was also something that I struggled with with my hair for a long time. And it really wasn't until like like a few months ago, <laughs> like really recent, where I was like, you know what? So I always, I know we talked about this on another episode, I usually always cut my hair when it gets to a certain length because mm-hmm. I just feel like I have one a hair, obviously. So <laughs> it's very, it's, it's, it's fine, but it's fuller. Like it's not so thin. Yeah. So, but when I would grow it out because I didn't know how to properly take care of it because it's so fine that everything I use on it makes it look greasy, weighed down, like it was so hard. Mm -hmm. So I would just chop it off because I'm like, Mm -hmm. it would just not look right when I would grow it out because it would just look, ugh. And then I actually started to figure out Google and Mm -hmm. try different products and trial and error. And then when I realized what works for me, I'm like, oh, wait. I can actually have my hair be healthy and it can be long. And although I love it curly, I'm like, but if I could have it healthy and long, like I actually was like, this is not bad. And then I had to think like, especially for me who, who I'm very like low maintenance on a normal everyday basis. All I gotta do is get up, brush my hair and I'm done. Like Mm -hmm. I don't have to do Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of extra stuff. And I think about, although I love curly hair, I think about how much effort it takes to like just, maintain curly hair yeah and just keep it moisturized and things like that so mm-hmm. it, it's it's yeah the grass is not greener on the other side yeah. you just have to learn with what you have yeah and i, I for me too it's like be thankful mm-hmm. because um i've seen so many stories of like and we're just talking about hair right now um but uh just i've seen so many stories of women that have hair loss and um, just other situations with their hair that I'm like, I could literally be walking around with bald spots in my head. Like I could literally have like such frail, fragile hair that I can't grow up past like my ears. Like these are stuff Mm -hmm. that women have dealt with and they're really struggling to even have hair or maintain what they have. And I'm like, and here I am complaining about because it's straight, like get over yourself. Yeah. I'm the same way. Cause (laughs) I look like, I think that too, all the time, like. I used to get so frustrated because my hair was so thick. And, like, I would even go to hairstylists and they would be like, my goodness. Like, 
I they be looking at me like I should have charged you more because oh your hair is gosh. so thick and it takes so long to do it, it takes so long to straighten it. Mm-hmm. But now I think of it like you have this thick head mm-hmm. of full, healthy, strong hair. Yeah. It don't fall out easily. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I'm like, I like that. You yeah. know, I love that. It's a lot of people, like you said, who have to go to great lengths because their hair is always falling out, it's breaking off easy and all this stuff like that. And I'm like, you complain so much about your hair being difficult to deal with when you could have had thin, fine hair, but mm-hmm. it breaks off easier and, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah, it's just about appreciating what you have. So that's yeah. that's one flaw that I feel like I don't even see as a flaw anymore. Yeah, yeah, and that's why it's so subjective because there's so many things that, I mean, there's definitely things that I still struggle with when it oh, comes yeah. to Okay, we can go. We'll, we'll be well, here for a couple hours. Right. <laughs> so we'll have to kind of keep that a little short. Part two, three, but, four. <laughs> right. But there are definitely things that um, I used to think were flaws, but don't anymore. And it's so weird to think about that. Like, I think sometimes when I look at those things, I also have to remind myself of where I was at, like mentally, emotionally in that moment too. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes when... Um, not even think I know sometimes when I'm just not in the right headspace like mm-hmm. just something maybe so I'm, I'm dealing with more stress and things like that I can I beat myself up even more for no reason during those times so I yeah. think that that's when I can also be very vulnerable to what I perceive as a flaw like one thing I hated forever which I don't hate anymore is my lips I used to think like I used to <laughs> so weird this is so weird like when I think about stuff like this I'm like this is so weird like what were you thinking (laughs) um but I used to always be like I like my bottom lip but I I always hated my top lip Mm -hmm. but my top lip is is weird kind of like it's kind of weird it is so I mean I'm so (laughs) so crazy to think we speak on ourselves (laughs) right and now like obviously now I'm perfectly fine with it like Mm -hmm. I'm like whatever it is what it is and it's fine but um it is kind of weird I was actually just looking at the other day like now I'm looking at it. Yeah, like, what, so, what, I'm, I'm waiting so, for you to say what the heck is weird about I'm so it. So far from you guys, but <laughs> so well, one, you, I want to say most people, but that's probably a bad generalization. Generalization, I probably shouldn't say that. But your lips, like the color of your lips, mm-hmm. they will go like all the way. Like mine go like this, and then they disappear. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I would. I don't know. I don't. I know y'all don't want me all up in the camera, but I was about to go the camera. Like, you see this? That will be uh, reserved for the live. So if you want to see what I'm talking about, go right, to our go live to on that day. <laughs> I don't know what that's going to be, but that's when it will be. But yes, yeah, so my top lip, like the color of it. It starts here, but then it starts to go down, and then it just disappears. And I'm like, well, where the heck is the corners of my top lip? <laughs> They're just disappeared. <laughs> They're just gone. And then, too, on top of that, it's, like, the color of my top lip. But then there's, like, another portion of my top lip. Like, this is still a part of my top lip, but then it doesn't have color. Man, you have, <laughs> the lips that you have are, like, I feel like a makeup artist's dream. Like I would yeah, love... they want to line my lips with no, lip liner and because, go like this. No, because they have <laughs> such a pretty. They have that natural shape that people draw. Like you, I, I have to force. What this. drawings are you looking? You know that like it's like the cupid's bow comes down a little bit and then you draw the lip with the little corner. Like, yeah, but so you cute. still usually have like look at these pictures of these lips. You see, their lips are full. They go all the way down to the corner. My lip literally disappears. Like. 
Where's it's it not, at? It doesn't Where'd disappear. It go? Oh my god. <laughs> Where'd my lip go? Uh, actually, I feel you have like half of a top lip. <laughs> listen, I don't know if you ever pay attention to white people's lips, but they don't be having lips. No, for sure. That's why. And I, that's why yes. I be like. Yeah. Another reason why I be I say you 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 like skin sometimes. <laughs> like I be like you be racially ambiguous, and that's another feature because you yeah. have lips, and there's yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, because I used to see, and no shade, we already know. Not she's, being mean, but. Yeah. No. Seriously, I was thinking of like Kylie, Kylie Jenner. Obviously, she has foot fillers now. I'm talking really loud. Sorry, guys. I just realized <laughs> I'm talking really too. loud. <laughs> um, but we all have seen her grow up. And there's no secret that she has lip fillers. She's finally came out and said that. But when you look at her previous pictures of when she before she had the fillers, mm-hmm. I mean, they were like paper thin. Paper, yeah. paper thin. So, th- again, it goes back to the mindset of like, you have what you have. Be grateful. Because, and I'm... And, I'm in no way telling people that if you have paper thin lips, don't be grateful. I'm not saying that. I think you should find. Um, I'm sorry. I, that sounded like a really funny sentence. Wait. If you have paper thin <laughs> lips, I'm not saying don't be grateful for your paper thin lips. You could have no lips. You can last. Your you lipstick have a will last lip. forever, way longer. True. It's a there's, lot of benefits. There's benefits. But and, and and so what I'm saying is I don't want someone to listen to this or hear this. Stop, Nikki. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't want to feed into anyone's insecurities. Mm-hmm. Because if someone was to say something about my insecurity, like one of my insecurities, I would be like, Oh great, well, I knew something was wrong with me. Yeah, Thanks for pointing that out. True. So I'm not saying that I'm saying for me personally, because I've seen beautiful women with paper thin lips. I'm I'm serious, I really have. For sure. But it's just, okay, so when it comes to society, mm-hmm. the society mm-hmm. and what society says is beautiful. Yeah. And I think that's where the mindset of flaws comes from me because um, when you see, and it's so skewed because I was literally just thinking about this earlier today, is like, I have seen some beautiful, like drop dead gorgeous women who you just like, I'm like, what's wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with you. Like every portion of, and whether if that's, god made or they got work done either way they're just gorgeous Mm -hmm. but even those women i oftentimes will see them using so much filters and photoshop and i'm like you're so beautiful and you're still using all this photoshop and filters and it's like there's still insecurity in that and they're trying to fulfill what what society says is what's beautiful for women Mm -hmm. and now here i am chasing those same things and i won't go to that extreme um of what some people do to to get that look mm-hmm. but um you know that's for me an insecurity yeah. because i am subconsciously and maybe even consciously at times feeding into what society says i should look like if i want to be beautiful mm-hmm. yeah it's it, and i like how you put it it's societal standards yeah. because there's no like if this is, unless you have like an actual deformity or, or mm-hmm. you have something that's wrong that impacts like your breathing like um what do they call it? Um, DBA something. Yeah, you have something like that that you have to get surgery for. Outside of that, there's no right and nothing that says this is right and this is wrong. Yeah. A cleft lip, something like that. But having bigger eyes or smaller eyes, mm-hmm. there's no li- smaller lips or bigger lips or a big nose or a small nose. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all beauty is in the eye of the beholder. For sure. And that's why, like, 
flaws may not be flaws. Yeah. Like, you may have thin lips and the person that you're with may love thin lips. Yeah. You may have very thick, full lips and the person you're with loves the thick, full lips. Like, yeah. And you might be insecure about that, but the person's like, no, I love this about you. Like, this is amazing. This is yeah. beautiful. This is gorgeous. Yeah. And it's like, wait, what? Yep. You like that? I know. <laughs> and that's the thing, too. It's like, it's great when you, because a lot of times that happens, you know, with partners. There's things that my husband loves about me mm-hmm. that I didn't always love about myself. Yeah. But it's like, finding that love within yourself like I think that for me with my I had issues with my um lips too for a little Mm -hmm. bit like I felt like my top lip was always darker but now I don't care because Mm -hmm. I'm putting lipstick on it anyway so like I really don't care changing the color of it no matter what (laughs) I'm changing the color of both um but I've never really had issues with my face that's good um I've never felt um ugly like I never mm-hmm. really looked in the mirror and was like oh you're ugly I I didn't really care for my skin tone because society tried to tell me not to yeah. but personally I didn't like I told you before mm-hmm. and, I, and I think I said it on here before that I would really look in the mirror and be like what is up like I'm not even that black like yeah what is y'all seeing right <laughs> I'm yeah, like yeah, am, yeah. Either, am I delusional but I don't feel like I'm a, a look like tar you know what I'm saying yeah, when people would I'll make fun of me that. and stuff mm-hmm. and I just was like I don't get it but I guess because I was darker than everybody Everyone else, else then that just gave them license to pick on me or whatever. So, yeah. But I never really truly had an issue with my skin tone. Yeah. I never was like, oh, I wish I was light-skinned or I wish I was white or I wish I was whatever. Um, I never was like, oh, my nose is too big, my eyes, you know. I just didn't get into that stuff. It was always more so my weight mm-hmm. and my skin tone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, really have embraced my skin tone. Like, I really have. I don't, I sometimes I feel like, I get down on myself because I'd be like, no matter what you do, you will never be society's preference. Mm. And that kind of sucks, but I'm just really working on, like, not caring. Like, who cares? Yeah. Literally, who cares if you're society's preference? And and I, I toggle back and forth between that. I don't want to be that. not accepted by society. Yeah. I want to be accepted. Right. I want y'all to think I'm beautiful, too. But yeah. it's like, but why? See, <laughs> and I, I definitely struggle with that a mm-hmm. lot, but... I think it's, I don't know if it's just with wisdom and age and experience and seeing this firsthand is that society's expectation of women's beauty changes so much, so frequently. So it's like, you know, there was a time where thin was in, you know, Mm -hmm. 90s, women were thin as ever. Mm -hmm. And now everyone's super thick and curvy and yeah (laughs) and you know everything you know fillers and botox and injections and all kinds of stuff is it's it's changed so much and now you see this wave of a lot of women trying to get thin again Mm -hmm. um and, and reducing their bbls and things like that and it's like why why yeah like in the grand scheme of society like, <laughs> why would I do this? Like, why do I even... And I and I get that teeter-totter of wanting to be accepted because you want to feel like you are beautiful just like anyone else. Right. But why am I looking to society for exactly. that? The, you know, when, when, when my rational side of my brain kicks in, mm-hmm. I'm like... Because really, who is society? Strangers that I don't know? Like, people on social media? Like, the person that's at Target? Like, if they look at me and think I'm ugly, then... I don't care. I don't know you. Like, I don't know you. I don't care. But there's also an internal um, 
desire of acceptance. And yeah. everyone has yeah. that internal. And, and we all show it in different ways. Sometimes we show it in our work and in our accolades and, you know, what we do for a living. And I fit this, you know, category, so I'm accepted. Or it's in your looks or whatever it is. We try to find a way to fit in mm-hmm. and have some sort of community. And then, two, no one wants to feel, quote, unquote, ugly. Yeah. Like, you don't want right. to feel like you have something that makes you less than another person. Yeah. So when you hear that this is what's in, yeah. this is what's, this is what you should have, and you don't have it, it's like, you. for me, I, I will just hyper-focus on that thing. Right. Like, well, maybe I should, but dang, it's so expensive. And then what about the complications? And what if they mess up? Uh, and now you're stuck because I've watched Botched before. And I've seen people oh, get messed up. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And obviously some of these people did stupid things like go to another country and was seen by a surgeon. Paid $3,000 for, <laughs> for a, a whole full body, everything. And <laughs> right. it's like, what? Um, but, yeah, I think that's where I'm gravitating to as I'm getting older is like and I'm not perfect at this but be thankful for what you have yeah because it could be worse Mm -hmm. um and where I'm trying to focus my mind at more than just looking at my flaws is how do you feel do you feel good do you, are you healthy? Are you strong? Are you mentally sane? Oh. Are you emotionally whole? Like, yeah. because you can be drop dead gorgeous, but feel horrible, feel horrible inside. inside or dealing with a lot of mental issues or maybe your body's failing. Maybe something's going on in your body and you're sick and it's like, oh, but I still look good. And it's like, ah, for me, I'd rather like be healthy everywhere else. And yeah. not to say that I don't like, I wouldn't want both, but I think I'd rather focus on that stuff more than just the outer appearance. Mm -hmm. But it's so hard. It's so hard. hard. (laughs) And I think, and and I don't want to say, like, it's only this, but I think, too, for women who may be in my position who are single women and who would desire to be with someone, um, the older you get, and I know we've mentioned this before on one of the episodes, it seems like the woman's value depreciates a bit mm-hmm. the older you get. It's yeah, like, sure. oh, you're mid-30s, oh, you're late-40s, oh, you're, you know, whatever. Like, unless you're, like, a baddie, like, I'm not trying to mm-hmm. date you. And or unless you're, like, 80 and you want to date down to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I feel like your value depreciates, which is terrible Absolutely because you terrible. don't but it's always because um they and, and i hate to say i'm trying to say it the best way i can because i don't want to make it sound like men once you know but a lot of men would from what i hear prefer to go to the 20 year old you know spring chicken so so when you're in that mindset and you're like okay so the men that are still available you know would they look at the 21-year-old over the 35-year-old Gabby? And then it starts to make you think, like, mm. dang, maybe I should, you know, get a little something done so I can compete with that 21-year-old. So yeah. that, that's hard. Oh, yeah. It's hard. It is. It's hard. <laughs> and it's like, you have to try and block it out. But it's, like I say all the time, you're fighting against a huge mm-hmm. machine that many women fall victim to every day. The yeah. women who we look up to, who we think are the most beautiful... They a lot of them have fallen victim to it. Mm-hmm. You look at the Kardashians. You know, a lot of people 
look up to them. Yeah. You know, especially Kylie, like she came out with all the surgeries and like, it's not that she is so perfect and we all look up to her because she was born that way. She fell victim and she went and got all the work done. So it's like, you look to that and it's like, the only way for me to even compete or even feel beautiful, I have to do those things too. And on one hand, that makes me feel good because it's like, None of these, a lot of these women aren't just naturally like that. When they have yeah. like the teeniest waist and all the butt and the hips and the big boobs, which is in style right now, mm-hmm. um, the full lips, the tiny nose, the high cheekbones, they wasn't just born like that. You I, know? I would say probably 98%. <laughs> you yeah. get that few that's just like, wow, God really loved you. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's the very, vast majority. Yeah, because we talked about it before is that like, Most of the time, it is extremely rare for a woman with children to have a flat stomach, no stretch marks, boobs are super perky. Yeah. Nothing. That's like like, nearly impossible. Come on now. Like, did you carry that baby? Right. (laughs) Or that could also be a thing. Yeah, because that's the only way I can see that. But it's like, you're just fighting against it so much. And it's like you know, you feel like you're losing. And it makes me think about, like, one, once upon a time, my therapist told me to follow more body positive mm. pages on Instagram. And this is how bad it is, y'all. Like, I did not want to do that. And yeah. I, that does nothing for me. And this is going to sound a little bit harsh, but it's just me being honest. Mm-hmm. When I will follow plus-size women that are really confident, mm-hmm. And they're, they, a lot of them are, are literally beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and they accept their bodies and they wear whatever they want. I would look at them and say, that's nice for you, but I don't want to be delusional like them. Uh, I wow. don't want that. I had a cousin who was plus size and she dressed however she wanted. She dressed mm-hmm. really cute, really beautiful, um, really confident. And my little sister-in-law would be like, I wish I was like that. I wish I had her confidence. And I'm like... I don't, because yeah. I feel like that would just have me out here big looking crazy, like, mm. you know, which is crazy to think. I know it sounds harsh, but it's the truth. It's like, I don't want to be plus size and confident, and I'm the only one that thinks I look good, mm. because I feel like a lot of people judge plus size people when they see them um, trying to be or feel or look sexy versus mm. somebody with a cute shape, mm-hmm. um, societal wise if that makes sense yeah um Mm -hmm. and 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 they all think that that person looks great and i feel like i don't want to be delusional and be the only one thinking i look Mm -hmm. good which obviously that's ridiculous because that's the only person who it truly matters to right you know and everybody's gonna have something negative to say so that was years ago i've grown so much since then Mm And it honestly makes me feel bad because now I feel like I am doing the same thing to plus size women that I don't want done to me. Mm. You know what I mean? In a sense. Even though I definitely thought they looked beautiful too, but I was like, yeah, but that's not good enough. I want to look like her. I want to like Megan Good. I want to look like Kim K. I don't want to look like the big girl that's happy she's plus size. You know what I'm saying? But now... I don't feel so much like that. When yeah. I see plus size women that are super confident, they just make me want to embrace my body. Like, yeah. they make me look at my body. Um, I just was talking to our friend Brianna and she was just saying, like, how grateful she was for her shape. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel that way too sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, God, you could have put this fat wherever you wanted. You put it right, right where it yes. needed to be. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, it could there be are so many other that things are just, that are just not viewed as nice at all or that i personally yeah. just wouldn't like mm-hmm. you know what i mean i rather have a big butt than no butt at all and yeah. all of it just be in my stomach yeah. or be flat chested with whatever the case for you right. know whatever the case may be yeah i don't feel like i feel like i have a beautiful body yes. you know what i'm saying i do and yeah 
That I feel like is the first time I ever said that. <laughs> hey. Ooh, milestones. Um, but I'm like, let me embrace this. I look good. I'm married yeah. almost ten years. My man loves this body. Uh-huh. Who cares? Yeah. Well, literally, who cares? If yeah. I feel like I'm sexy and beautiful, and y'all looking at me like, ew, she's gross. You know, society. Yeah, right. Then right. That's y'all business. It's yeah. none of my business who what y'all cares? think about me. So I don't care what you think about. Yeah. I even think like. When I see certain body types compared, like, okay, so I'll use an example to better explain this. Is like, let's say you take two women. Um, one is fairly thin. Let's say they're both the same height. Let's say they're both 5'5", five five, um, but one is very thin, um, kind of straight, up and down. We'll say 120 pounds. The other one, a little curvier, um, you know, has kind of a fuller body let's say she's 150 um I think if you put both of those women in like a not overly sexy at all but just like a simple dress but it's form-fitting to their body Mm -hmm. a lot of times what I've seen society do is the woman who is curvier they sexualize her and they say, well, that's an inappropriate outfit for you to wear. True, true, and then true. the woman who has a more straighter body, maybe not as much curves, is more professional and appropriate. So I've seen this in, like, business attire. I've seen this with, like, teachers. Mm-hmm. And you'll see women, and I'm only saying women because that's what we are. That's what we can talk about. But um, uh, complain about... Why are you guys saying that my outfit's wrong when I am fully covered? And yes, it may be form-fitting, but just because I have this extra boobs or butt or hips or thighs, now you're trying to say that I'm being overly sexual in my profession when Susie right next to me can wear the same outfit, but y'all not going to say nothing to her because she don't have the extra stuff. And that's like, you just have to be confident in what you have. Because society will try to break you down either way. Like, they'll tell you, have curves, but also hide them, hide them yeah. because they're not really appropriate. They're very sexual, and it's like no, my my natural body. I remember. I don't know if you remember. It was a teacher a couple years ago that went viral because yes. she was curvy and she yep. taught high school or middle school one, and they was talking about oh the kids, those little boys in there, and I'm like. Teach your boys not to objectify women and stare at her freaking boobs all day. Teach them to look at her as their teacher and look at the board just like they would look at Mr. Johnson or whoever else and stop looking at her butt and her boobs and thinking about her in a sexual way. Yeah. Teach them that that's gross. And I just don't, (laughs) exactly, and I just don't understand. It's like, this is, um, especially, and I'm not trying to like um, single out like people who get their body done versus people who have a natural, but especially Mm -hmm. if you're just naturally born with it, like what do you want me to do? Like, this is what I have. And this so, is what I like to wear. I feel and, comfortable yes, and confident Like, in. I shouldn't have to feel like I need to wear something baggy just so that you don't think I'm trying to be overly sexual. Like, that's crazy. I mean, and I've seen this also with, like, um, the church. And, like, don't wear anything form-fitting. Wear only this. Wear only that. Wear this. Because you have to hide. And it's like, why, so what? Annoying, why, is, why is that so, makes? "Quote unquote," men so lustful because that's usually the um, reason why they say yeah. to do this stuff is like you don't want men, and it's like like you said, teach them not to be that way. That's not my responsibility. <laughs> like, it is not my responsibility for your lust issue that I have on a turtleneck and jeans that fit my body, and now you ain't you're in here looking at me inappropriately, and I'm the one doing and something I'm covered wrong. up. 
Like, how am I the one doing something wrong here? It's like the issues that women face. Like, you it's can't ridiculous. win. You it's ridiculous. You can't ridiculous. win. It's ridiculous. Like, you try to fit in, and now you're looked at one way. Um, you try to, like, go against the grain and do your own thing and feel loved and love yourself and things like that. And people are looking at you crazy. It's like, you can't win. It's always going to be someone For sure. who doesn't, like, if mm-hmm. you're very curvy... There's going to be people who think that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. They want stick skinny girls. You look at the models. They weigh nothing. You know, mm-hmm. they're tiny. They're really tall. They're really thin. Um, and somebody who wants a model like that is going to think a curvy girl is disgusting and vice versa. Yeah. Like, you're not going to make everybody happy. So stop trying to make everybody happy. And just, like, we have to worry about making ourselves happy. Mm-hmm. And it was... I, I really, I'm going to insert some pictures, um, but there was a time in my life, I look back at the pictures, uh, c- kind of close to around when me and you met, uh-huh. honestly, where I, I just felt like every time I shopped, mm-hmm. it was what's going to cover my body. Mm. I never wore anything that was form-fitting. I never wore anything that accentuated my curves, mm-hmm. that like made me feel better. Like I have a big boobs and a big butt mm-hmm. and I have a small waist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would wear just over, I wore oversized shirts that cover yeah. boobs, stomach, Everything. butt, <laughs> hips. I was like, it's not long enough. It's not coming down past yeah. my butt. It's not covering my boobs. It's not because I was new in the church for one. Mm. And for two, I had recent ga- weight gain that I was super uncomfortable with. So I was just like, let's just hide everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to show this off. I'm going to show my body. Like my though. grandma said, show what God gave you. She mm. would say stuff like that Come to me. Come on, like, grandma. Oh, I would like stop. her, grandma. <laughs> yes, I love that lady. She seemed like such a good time. She's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, because I don't want to show like, oh, my stomach. So I'm like, I'll just compromise and just show nothing. But I'm just like, y'all go and get this little bit of stomach if you know, whatever. Because I'm just learning now and I'm just... So glad that, like, I've gotten past that, you know? And I'm like, I look at my early 20s. I'm like, I got married at 23. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I spent 23, 24, 25, 26, like, just trying to hide my body, trying to cover it. I'm like, I wasted all my 20s in sex. And I'm like, in my 30s, I'm like, nope. (laughs) Yeah, and that's so sad. I just, but, again, I think it comes down to just the acceptance. And I feel like, you know, when you were talking about, um, the body stuff and people's preferences. I feel like one thing for me that I've kind of struggled with, it's kind of weird to say, it's really weird to say, but when it comes to preferences, not that I guess I'm so upset about it because I don't really care either way when it comes to dating, but like, I don't feel like I'm a white guy's preference. Mm. Like I don't, I can count on one hand, I'm 35, mind you, I can count on one hand how many white guys have approached me in my entire life. That's crazy. In my entire <laughs> life. Wow. And <laughs> I'm like, what the heck is wrong with me? Like, <laughs> I'm freaking white. Like, and I guess, I, as I said, it doesn't bother me because it's not like I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I get approached by a white guy, um, an Asian guy, a black guy, a Hispanic guy. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have a preference when it comes to dating. But I kind of feel a little weird about myself. But you, wait, how, how often do you be around white boys? It's not often. I no, mean, your but area I don't you grew up usually in, be like... around guys in general. Like, 
nowadays I True. do work. Yeah, and a lot of your approaches are on social media, so. That's true, but even then, I don't have white guys that follow right. me on social media. Like, why? Yeah, but, yeah, because honestly, I and, and, and I'm not saying this in a mean way, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think they would approach you anyway because you are curvier. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't know if mm-hmm. they got a thing for, like, just... But look at how many people love Kim Kardashian. I can guarantee she like, you she got a whole she's bunch of... though. Black guys. Yeah, but I'm sure she has a lot of white guys. She got but she to. she got more black guys. Oh, maybe she does, but... <laughs> I don't know. I think that, you know, I don't know. I think, I think it's the curviness. I really do. I feel like white boys, like... They be liking girls really skinny and, and I guess that's true. I don't know. Do we got any I, white male I, I followers? I would love to listeners? know. Like I would really love to know. Like if anyone's listening right. and they or if you have a white fr- male friend, like let them like listen to this and tell me. You know what? Our, my <laughs> cousin, don't be mean. Don't critique. Right, don't be mean. Don't no. say something down. Right, well, like, this is your problem. <laughs> Let's start here. Listen, I will never <laughs> show up on this video again. But um, I remember my cousin's saying that him and some co-workers mm-hmm. had a conversation they showed like what their crushes look like mm-hmm. and he he was showing them his and she was like boom boom pow yeah and they was like really yeah. <laughs> and you I know it is preference so yeah. that is interesting you know i wonder if we have any white male listeners i would love to get their time i would love to know i don't know who all of our listeners i mean we were on youtube and spotify and apple Podcasts. we're on so many and we have people who listen on all of those platforms mm-hmm. and so we obviously don't know who everyone is unless you like dm us or you're like yeah in you have contact to let us know. With us. and a lot of our listeners we never hear from yeah we have no we'll, idea who we'll, you are <laughs> we'll get feedback from one person and have you know what views. we would love for you guys to just like say hi say like hi. on this episode yeah. just drop a high because yeah. even when you like our stuff on any of the platforms we don't know who you are like we don't see you yeah just let us know that you're listening i would we love to know. know yeah yeah well i want to say about yes. white boys i did have a, a white boy phase mm-hmm. i was done with black dudes i was like y'all is yeah dogs. you had a white boyfriend <laughs> yeah i had a <laughs> why have i never had a white boyfriend <laughs> but i'll tell you what i think they had fetishes for oh, one okay because they was always in the hood they had mm, like cars mm-hmm. with rims and they was yeah. they was yeah. ghetto white boys. Yeah. Or they at least loved to play in the hood yeah. for a period for sure. of time and then they went back to their neighborhoods and stuff like that. But um they was all like, you know, immersed in trying to be a part of black yes. culture. Yeah. So it wasn't like I really dated too many white guys who like and whenever I would be around them, I didn't feel accepted. Like, I was in a relationship uh, with somebody yeah, white for yeah, a long yeah. time. And we never really merged our friends or anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I really wanted him to, like, I would always be on him, like, take me out. Bring me around your friends. And when he did, ooh. Just didn't feel ooh, right. It felt so wrong. Yeah. Like, it felt really uncomfortable. I felt very much unwanted. Mm-hmm. I felt like they wanted to be mean to me, but they couldn't because of him. But the yeah. girls, they would be mean to me. Like, they would ignore me, act like I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. The guys would be a little bit rude, but they knew how far they could take it because yeah. I just wasn't wanted. So I'm like, oh, this is who you be with for real, for real. Somebody right. that, like, you know, so they would never have accepted me. So I guess it just depends. I think yeah. it's like a cultural thing. It so. could be. Uh, I don't know. I just felt like I to bring that up because that was just that, that. I would think about that sometimes. <laughs> well, what is a flaw of... That is interesting. Is it like, uh, white boys, tell Gabby that y'all want to take her on a date. No, I mean, don't, don't lie <laughs> to me because no, no, you no, clearly no. don't. No, you don't right. talk to me, so don't Or maybe me. they just feel like you're not approachable, maybe, or like you wouldn't be interested in them or something. But why? I guess... Oh, so if that is the case, 
why would you feel that way if that is a situation? I would yeah. love to know this. What's the tea? I bet you it's a white boy out there right now that'd be like, this is my moment. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know. never know. Shoot your shot. Okay. I'm taking on. applications. Josh. No, I'm lying. I'm not taking applications. Jacob. Jingleheimer Schmidt. That, that's racist. Why am I saying names? <laughs> no. Oh, you said Josh Jacob. That's a song. Josh that is a song. Jacob. I didn't mean to do that. I was trying to say white boy names, but it's, I know a black. I got a cousin named Josh. What am I doing? Anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> That's not the point. <laughs> Do you have anything that some people, it could be looks-wise, personality-wise, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that some people may consider a flaw that you like? No, I like that. In myself? Mm-hmm. Oh. See, this is the question that I was not looking for today. I'm like, I know Nikki's going to ask a question about a flaw <laughs> that I accept, and I'm like, oh, I don't accept any of them. Um, I, I, get, I do, while you're thinking, you, well, yeah, tell I'll get one that may or may not count for both of us as being a Christian because I've gotten some negative reactions about being a Christian. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay. And people see that that as a flaw. (laughs) They'll be like, oh, you were so cool. And then they find out you're a Christian and it's like, oh, you're a Christian. You know? (laughs) Never mind. I take that back. (laughs) Never mind. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, I I don't feel embarrassed or ashamed or... Yeah. anything about that i feel great about that i think it's amazing so yeah of course. <laughs> i guess that could That's be why i guess it's so hard because we all perceive them so differently so i'm like someone could be looking at me like that's a flaw and i'm like wait what I had no idea that's a flaw. I think one thing that I've learned to accept that obviously I still am breaking away and I know I've talked about this before but i'm not so hard on myself about it is like shyness Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people look at shyness um, as a flaw, like, yeah. oh, so there's something wrong with you. And for pretty much my whole life, I always thought that as well. Like, what is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. But as I have gotten older and I have been able to look at my shyness and look at how I interact with certain people, I, I feel like it's just a protective measurement Um let me get to know you and feel you out first before I allow you to see all of me. Yeah. And when I realize that that's what I'm doing, I'm like, wait, I I don't think that's a flaw anymore. I think it's really just me, you know, reserving myself for who I want to share myself with. And, like, I don't... Although I I think it's beautiful when people are who they are unapologetically all the time. I think that is so beautiful. Um, that's not where I'm at and I don't know if I'll ever be there. Mm -hmm. But what I do know is that I'm definitely, I'm sorry. Like, um, no, I'm good. So, um, but I'm, I'm better. Mm -hmm. I'm better than what I was. And although there are still things that I want to work on, like I still want to grow in areas where, um, I can be a little bit more outgoing. I still love the fact that I can reserve a, a, a portion of me. Yeah. Because there are some people who I meet that are, that I feel like, and I would never say it to them, but I would feel like, yeah, you need to tone it down a bit. Like, mm-hmm, I just met mm-hmm. you. Like, I don't need to know your whole life story <laughs> as soon as I meet you. And I've met some people like that. Like, oh, yeah. oh they just keep talking. And I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't ask for all this. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that that would be what someone might perceive as a flaw in me, especially if they first start meeting me. And they're like, oh, like, 
where's your personality? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I feel like I can trust you enough to start showing you mm-hmm. bits and pieces and feel comfortable talking with you and things like that. Yeah, I agree with that. I felt like I dealt with that for a while. I used to feel anxious about it. I mean, I have had people judge me for being so quiet. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. But now I'm just like, I don't care. Like, I feel like you haven't made me comfortable enough mm-hmm. to express myself. That's either it. you were, yeah, like, either you are so loud or overbearing and you overtake the room or, mm-hmm. you know, I have to feel it. If there's yeah. a space that I feel safe and I feel comfortable, I'm going to be me. I'm yeah. going to let that personality out. So I don't feel like that's a flaw. I'm like, I just didn't feel comfortable enough around mm-hmm. you to let out my full personality. Um One thing that I kind of felt like a flaw for me that I'm embracing is for some reason, I feel like this can be seen as immature, but it's like, I really have a love for pop culture, you know? And I feel like a lot of people, especially in my circle, Mm -hmm. don't care about that stuff. Like, I know you, like, if I talk to you about a lot of reality TV shows, you're not going to have a clue what I'm talking about. Reality TV stars. Um, stuff like that mm-hmm. and some of our other friends they're gonna be like what you know yeah. <laughs> and it may and because my circle doesn't do that I obviously know lots of people my age and even older are very heavy into pop culture too mm-hmm. but sometimes it makes me wonder like am I too old to care like am I too old oh, to be you're into definitely not too old yeah I'm like why definitely do I care not. like I love the red carpet oh my yeah. god I love red carpets I love you know stuff like that I'm not really like oh, this is gonna come out when this is gonna be old now but the Will and Jada stuff shut up I don't care I'm like so I am so I can't tired. wait until that's done I'm like am I the only person who doesn't care no there's so many people who don't I talk to so many people that are like I could care less and I, I also cannot yeah. I don't care but there is that group of people who care yeah so they, they care. keep they keep it going because they're the one that's that keeps like recycling these stories mm-hmm. and then the ones that keep pushing it so that everyone feels like they're entitled for, to their opinion and it just continues on. Yeah. It's just <laughs> a big rollout for Jada's book. Like, and I'm not mm-hmm. falling into that trap, but there's so much other stuff like pop culture wise. Like I get into the trends and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I feel like at 32, I'll be 33 when this comes out. Mm-hmm. This is not something that I sh- I should be watching like, mm-hmm the news and politics like <laughs> like I should know my 12 amendments and stuff like that so <laughs> that, that is kind of important it is important so I do but make I, it most my people business don't know that. Most people they know don't what's so I make on. it my business to know those things I yeah. make it my business to vote I don't play about yeah, that yeah. I make it my business to know the issues and stuff like that because yeah. it's important is it fun? No. no. I don't want to talk about politics. I don't. Yeah. But I know that the world that I live in is impacted by what's going on. Right. I have to know what's, what's going, going on, on and right. is it important. But am I a, a news buff? Yeah. Am I a politics buff that enjoys the... No, I don't. Right. I hate You'd it. You'd rather go put on your reality. <laughs> yeah, and that's I'd okay. I'd rather go watch The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Okay, I want to see what Kenya wearing to this event. I want to know what Marlo got to say. You know? That's, and, and, you know and I think that that's okay. And again, like, I would never look at that as a flaw. Like, mm-hmm. for me personally, I wouldn't mm. look at it as a flaw. I would just be like, that's just you. Yeah. It's just and I feel like. like some people really would look at it as a flaw. I'm sure though. they Like, would, they yeah, look at I'm it sure. like, oh, that is so... Um, What's the word? Like immature. Immature, but it's, I don't think it silly, is, you know, stuff like that. But I embrace it now. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. I that's what I like, you know. Yeah. And I and it is what it is. Immature yeah. or not, whatever people think, it's just something that I've I've learned to embrace. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna be honest. Like, um, 
the few, so the flaws that I used to struggle with that I've now come to terms with as just normal part of my life, the, some of the things that we've already mentioned, I'm, I'm over those. But I do have some flaws that I'm not over. <laughs> so I can't really say that I accept them. Like, I can't say that. Yeah. I, I just can't. Yeah. Because I, I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm always like, God, if I had some money. So I'm like, well, <laughs> so, you know, you know, money that I was okay just throwing away. Like, that's mm-hmm. probably why he ain't giving it to me. Because he's like, you're not going to change that. But I'm like, <laughs> right. just, just, just slide a little bit of that money my way. And I'm going straight to get this fixed. Um, but I it's know. So, I'm it's, the same way with something. And it's so hard because they're really so minuscule. Mm-hmm. Like, in the grand scheme of life, they're so minuscule. In the grand scheme of but, life. But, <laughs> okay, so I'll t- I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. So, <laughs> I have really been struggling. And I, I, and struggle is probably a really harsh term to use right now because I don't know if it's that much of a struggle. Internal struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, is, so, right now, with our um, economy, it's not that great. And right now we have a lot of things going on in the world. (laughs) We have wars, we have inflation, we have, it's just so much going on. And, um, I'm already a saver. And Mm -hmm. especially in times like this, I try to save even more because I'm like, you never know what's going to come around. So I want to make sure that I'm really good. And, you know, I'm, talking about the news i've been keeping up on a lot of what's going on in the world and just trying to really be uh mindful of what's going on around me Mm -hmm. and (laughs) but i kind of felt bad the other day because um there's a spa clinic that does all kinds of things Mm -hmm. and i've gone there for facials many times i love it but they do pretty much i mean outside of surgery they do pretty much everything else aesthetic wise um And in the month of October, they always do like a client appreciation month where all their things are discounted, like really discounted. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm like over here, like looking through this stuff, like, and it's like, (laughs) now obviously depending on what you get from something as minor as a facial all the way up to like they do cool sculpting all kinds of stuff there Mm. um so obviously the prices ranges but some of the stuff i was looking i was like oh a thousand dollars you know if i put that on a card and pay it off in this many months (laughs) and i'm like and then i started to feel bad because i'm like one it's it's kind of vain like it's vanity Mm -hmm. and then two it's like People are dying. You know, I thought about the the, the Kardashians when Kim lost her earring <laughs> in the ocean. She was crying. And Courtney was like, people are dying. dying. And I'm like, when I thought about that, I'm like, I'm looking at getting these stupid. And it's nothing major. Um, it's like a, like a skin laser thing that helps, like, your skin look healthier on your face. But... It was like a thousand dollars, and but it was discounted from like two thousand. So I was like, "Well, that's like half off. Like, why not? I could pay it off in this many months." But then I'm like, "But people are dying. Mm-hmm. Like, people are literally dying right now. There's people who are losing their houses and, and jobs. And I know I shouldn't feel like that. Like, right. if I have it, I have it. And if yeah. I want to do it, I can do it. Because that's not gonna change. It's the not. Anything. <laughs> but then there's parts of me that's like, but I'm definitely not like balling out here. Like, I don't make like six figures so it's not like I really even feel 100% comfortable because I think to myself also like think of all the other things you could do with that money versus being so vain and then it goes into the mindset of like am I doing this for me or am I doing this to fit in or am I because 
is this something that even people think about? Like, mm. do they think about this? Like, does this keep them up at night? Like, Gabby has those <laughs> smile lines. Darn it. If she just didn't have those dang old smile lines. Right. Like, the world anyone, would be a better place. <laughs> is anyone but me thinking about this? No. So those are like the, in, it, I know. And it's like, it's the internal struggle. It's the internal struggle. Because it's like, do sometimes I think to myself, if you have it, and you really want to change something and you're doing it for the right reasons and, you, and you're and you not breaking the bank for it. Like, for me, I'm kind of like, just do it. But then it's also like, I don't want to conform to what people think beauty is. Yeah. I want to just love myself yes. and the things that are perceived as flaws and just be like, why is it a flaw? Who cares? Yeah. Like, that's where I, that's my ultimate goal, but I'm just not all the way there yet. Yeah, I, I get it. I totally get it. It's a lot of things that I'm not there with either. Like I talked about my body and just saying for the first time, like I have a beautiful body. Mm-hmm. It sounds crazy coming off my tongue, but you know, that's just me getting ready to and continuing the process of learning to love what I have and where mm-hmm. I am. And like you said, how I feel. I lost 65 pounds. Yeah, like, I'm not where I want to be, but that is amazing. I think about like, yeah, it's a lot. I think about where I was and yeah. how I feel now and just the things that I can do now that I couldn't do before. And, you know, I'm just so excited about the journey. And I would love if y'all, please interact with us. I would yes. love if y'all would share some of the ways that you have learned to embrace mm-hmm. your flaws For and sure. love yourself. Because confidence is very beautiful. Like, it's it makes beautiful. a difference. For That's sure. why I said, like, some of the plus size women that I see, they are so confident that it's just like, why would I, they looking like be sad for what? Like I'm just as beautiful. And I'm like, that is so true. You know, it's just the world will try to convince you of something that's not even true. I actually watched a video earlier today with this plus size woman who said that like, she loves being plus size. um, But she said that one thing that she hates is that a lot of the men who date smaller women publicly will try to date her privately or mm. they'll date her, but they don't want to bring her around because they are ashamed. And she like, not little do they know the same people they're ashamed to bring me around being my DMs too. Yeah. So it's like, dang, it's not even that y'all don't find the women a- attractive. It's just y'all trying to fit in with society too. It's like, it's just stupid. It's stupid. So I'm, I'm just excited to continue to do that work yes, to just block sure. out that noise yeah that's what I, I that's my ultimate goal is just to continue to work continue to love myself continue just to accept the things mm-hmm. and um just know that god didn't make a mistake that's my biggest god, god didn't make, make a no mistake yeah. and you know when it comes to you know simple things that you can change just within your realm like you know if you want to get healthier and things like that by all means. If you want to have more muscles and you want to work out, by all means. Mm-hmm. But, like, just find, like, self-acceptance. Yeah. Like, it's really important. Yeah. Um, so, like Nikki said, uh, share with us your comments, your thoughts. Say hi. Because, like Say I said, hi. we don't know. Hello. And then we can't really mm-hmm. interact with you. I mean, we can interact with you here in, in Instagram or our other social medias. But we can't, like, interact with you on Spotify and yeah. things like that. So, an if you are an Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora listener, like, jump on our social medias or jump on our YouTube real quick and just say hi. And uh, all the information is linked in the description. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.